So I'm coming in right now on our audio recording that goes on the website. We've just started taking joys and concerns, and um, it, we're getting ready to, to have a moment of prayer uh, before we go to a couple more things in our, our Bible study. This is for our, our first Facebook Live quarantine service on March 22nd. Um, and so uh, as you're watching this, um, uh, as you're listening to this now on our website, you're, you're hearing what was our Facebook Live service. Bruce Cunningham has turned in, thankful for people who are turning to God during these times. Hi, Chelsea Sorrell. Texas, let us know who else is with you if you're solo this morning or if Baylor and Luke Hudson and, and Jake's with you as well. So we've had quite a bit, and Bruce, I appreciate your, um, your request as well. Um, this is not a season where the Lord is done moving, and so thank you for uh, thank you for that, and, and the Lord is still doing it. Jacob Evans, good to see you this morning. Let us know who's all with you. Good morning, Joe. Good to see you. You can let us know if anybody else is with you as well. And I think we've got all of our requests in, and so I'm going to jump in uh, as we begin with a word of prayer this morning. So let's pray. Jesus, you are the living God. We thank you, Lord, that, that you are present in nothing that is taking place in these moments is a surprise to you. And Lord, as as Bruce has just shared his request, you are not done moving. In the middle of these moments, Lord, you bring new life, new perspective. You bring power if we will only soften our hearts. And in our moments of downtime, in our moments of reflection, in the moments where we can't get back to doing all the things we would like to do, where we would allow you to bring new life in us as the spring is coming upon us as we are now in a new season. Lord, we thank you uh, for all of our healthcare workers as have been shared, the nurses, the doctors, the truck drivers, all of those that are that are that are ministering, that are being as Jesus in the flesh uh, to our world today. We thank you as we sit here, even in the comforts of our own homes. We are reminded that wow, we are blessed. We have been given a lot, and to you, Lord, we give you the glory. And as we have this time of community together. Uh, I pray that you would open up our ears to hear the word of God and be empowered to do what you are calling us to in such a time as this. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, well, I'm not going to do children's church this morning, okay? But I do have something we can do. Um, I have three junior Bible quiz questions. And so Ava, Allie, Addie, I don't know if Vanessa's checked in yet or not, but I got three junior Bible quiz check questions that adults, you can check in, but hopefully um, the kids will beat you, okay? These are pretty simple, pretty simple junior Bible quiz questions um, that will go along with our, our study we're going to do in just a few moments. So here's the question. What does the word gospel mean go ahead and type in your answer what does the word gospel mean what does the word gospel mean and um we'll see who the first person to get that reply in is oh vanessa's here and she's the now was that you or is that amelie vanessa and she did give, and Leanne and Vanessa have both said good news. Anyone want to challenge that? Uh, 
Yes, we got lots of good news, and correct, that is the right answer. The gospel is the good news. The next one, here's the next question. Um, I'm doing this one backwards, Vanessa, so, so don't get confused. A letter sent by an apostle is called what? A letter sent by an apostle is called what? A letter sent by an apostle is called what? Good morning, Mom. Thanks for joining us. A letter sent by an apostle is called what? I don't see anyone responding yet. So my hint is that it's, there it is. Tracy has the first one. She says a pistol. Anyone want to challenge that? Did that come from Ava, Tracy? Diane Riley's checking in at a pistol as well. And the answer is yes. The answer is a pistol. Great job, Tracy and Diane, uh, for getting the right answer. All right, last one. Last Junior Bible Quiz question. Again, relevant to our study here in just a few moments. Who wrote more books of the Bible than any other person? Who wrote more books of the Bible than any other person? Got nobody coming in yet. Who wrote more books of the Bible than any other person? Oh, uh, Tracy and Ava say Paul. Nick and Molly say Peter. Anybody else want to challenge those two? <laughs> Nick is correcting his answer saying it's Paul. Yes, the correct. Jill comes in with Paul. Pam comes in with Paul. The correct answer is Paul. Very good, everyone. And there's there's our quick little children's church. There's our quick little children's church lesson. Uh, best I can do this morning going over some of those, those old junior Bible quiz questions that you guys have had in the past. Well, I hope you got your Bibles. I want to encourage you, if you have your Bible, whether it's an electronic one or whatever you may have, to open up to Philippians chapter 1. Now again, um, what I want to do today um, is not going to be a, like a regular sermon. Um, I will just say this so far, this seems to be going really well, and I plan to do this again Wednesday night. I will likely continue this study. And so I'm not going to be as much of a talking head today. I want to give all of you a chance to interact since we got everybody here online and we got a, a little format to do this. And as many of us have been um, uh, quarantined, this is the one thing you, you can't do as much is interact with everybody. Um, so going to give everybody a chance to to do that. And so here's what I, what I want to do. We're going to read through the whole first chapter of the book of Philippians. Now, um, I'm going to give you a chance to respond in just a second. But if, for those of you who don't know, Philippians is a quarantine. It is a quarantine epistle. Now, they don't call it quarantine. They call it a prison epistle. Um, it was one of four different letters, four different epistles that Paul wrote while he was in prison. Um, th those are all Philippians, Ephesians, Colossians, and then he wrote a letter to Philemon as well while he was in prison. Now, what's, what's so interesting about this is that Philippians is, is oftentimes 
um, outside of the Gospels, it's, it's, it's often someone's most favorite book in the New Testament because it is so incredibly optimistic. So here we have Paul who is, who is quarantined, who is stuck. He's stuck in prison. He's kind of awaiting what's next for him. And you see him, this letter, it is the most optimistic. He's incredibly full of life. He's got so much to say to the church. And so he is just, he's exploding through this text. And I wanted to do this this way this morning because there's so much in here that I want to just allow the Lord to speak to you this morning and to use um, this interactive template that we have um, to allow us to speak to each other through the Word of God. And so um, what I'm going to do is I want you to pick, as, as I'm reading through this text, I want you to pick one text, one text, just one verse that stands out to you as you're reading. And I want you to explain why, all right? So again, I want you to pick one verse and explain why that verse gets your attention. What does that verse speak to you? So I'm going to go ahead and eh, I'm not going to write that in the message. I think you're getting that. And by the time other people comment, it'll already be at the top. So again, one verse and write what speaks to you. So I'll, I'll give you a... Um, do not pick uh, verse 127 because that one's going to be mine. So I've got verse 27, but go ahead and when, as, even if it's as I'm still reading the text, if you want to put that verse in and say how that speaks to you and what the Lord might be speaking to you through that, um, we're going to share that together in just a few moments. So open up your Bibles again to Philippians chapter 1, uh, one of the quarantine, also called prison epistles that we're going to read this morning. Um I hope you see in this text that, that God doesn't stop moving. And what, what a great opportunity we have. Many of us have often said time and time, I know you've said this before, whether you want to admit it or not, I wish things would just slow down just a little bit. And I think for all of us, things have slowed down a little bit. And so now you've, given that you've been given that opportunity. And so what will you do with this season? Um, the season that we just don't know when it ends, when it's going to end. Uh, I think it'll be a few weeks from now, um, but we don't know. And in Paul's case, as he's writing this this book, he doesn't know either. Um, and so, I want you to allow the Lord to speak to you. So before I read this, I'm going to be I'm going to say a, a prayer, and then we are going to read through Philippians just chapter one, and allow the Lord to speak to you through this text. So let's pray. Lord, this is your word that has been passed on to us from generation to generation. And in these moments, you can bring change. You can bring empowerment. You can op open up our eyes to see things that we've never seen before. What a humbling moment that we can have together, even as we're all just a few miles away all over our area, uh, that we are sharing the word of God and allowing the spirit of God to speak to us. And now it is our call to respond. So as every heart hears this word today, I pray they would recognize your voice and bring a word of exhortation that will challenge and encourage each of us. So now, Lord, your will be done as we read your word this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Philippians chapter 1. Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, to all God's people in Christ Jesus at Philippi, together with the overseers and deacons, Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy. 
because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. It is right for me to feel this way about all of you since I have you in my heart. And whether I am in chains or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. God can testify how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. So I'm now at chapter 1, verse 12. And again, as you're reading, if a verse stands out to you, and you want to, uh, if you you want to cite that verse, Philippians one whatever verse, and just share how that verse speaks to you. So moving on to verse twelve. Now I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that what has happened to me has actually served to advance the gospel. As a result, it has become clear throughout the whole palace guard and to everyone else that I am in chains for Christ. And because of my chains, most of the brothers and sisters have become confident in the Lord, and dare all the more to proclaim the gospel without fear. It is true that some preach Christ out of envy and rivalry, but others out of goodwill. The latter do so out of love, knowing that I am put here for the defense of the gospel. The former preach Christ out of selfish ambition, not sincerely supposing that they can stir up trouble for me while I am in chains. But what does it matter? The important thing is that in every way, whether from false motives or true, Christ is preached, and because of this, I rejoice. Yes, I will continue to rejoice, for I know that through your prayers and God's provision of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, what has happened to me will turn out for my deliverance. I eagerly expect and hope that I will no way be ashamed, but will have sufficient courage so that now as always Christ will be exalted in my body whether by life or by death. For to me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. If I am to go on living in the body, this will mean fruitful labor for me. Yet what shall I choose? I do not know. I am torn between the two. I desire to depart and be with Christ, which is better by far. But it is more necessary for you that I remain in the body. Convinced of this, I know that I will remain, and I will continue with all of you for your progress and joy in the faith, so that through my being with you again and your boasting in Christ Jesus will abound on account of me. Now, verse 27. Whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Then whether I come and see you or only hear about you in my absence, I will know that you stand firm in the one spirit, striving together as one for the faith of the gospel without being frightened in any way by those who oppose you this is a sign to them that they will be destroyed but that you will be saved and that by god for it has been granted to you on behalf of christ not only to believe in him but also to suffer for him since you are going through the same struggle you saw i had and now hear that i still have so again, we've now read through all of Philippians chapter 1. I encourage you, 
uh, to pick a verse, one verse that stands out to you and put a little, uh, a little extra comment on that and why it stands out to you, what it speaks to you. Um, I'm going to get into, uh, to verse 127. Here's what 127 says. It says, whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Then whether I come and see you or only hear about you in my absence, I will know that you stand firm in the one spirit, striving together as one for the faith of the gospel. There's a lot of whatever happens going on right now. Whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Um, whatever could be, um, somebody taking that last, uh, that last roll of toilet paper before you got there at Walmart this week. Um, whatever could be, um, whatever could be the, the people that are in your house um, that maybe, you know, maybe you have a, a just say a seven-year-old girl that talks a lot and, and, and can be a bit emotional sometimes just maybe saying that. Um, whatever your whatever is, uh, maybe it's just the reality of uh, that you, you there's there's you're losing money right now. You're, you're not able to work. You're not able to do the things that you normally do. Um, it's maybe it's the whatever is just that you're just getting stir crazy. There's a lot of whatever, and as we shared last week, uh, we are called to be people that do conduct ourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel. Now this text is unique because. Uh, Part of what Paul is responding to is a person um, named Epaphroditus, Aphroditus, um, that came to him, um, basically to came, came with, a, with a gift. Aphroditus also came um, giving news of how the church had been doing in Philippi. And Aphroditus also came with a message of love uh, to Paul. And I thought this is unique because that's really what we're trying to do right now as a church. Um, we're trying to do, as this text says, and be of, of one spirit um, to give a report of what's going on. We're also trying to be able to serve those who are in need in this time that are in quarantine and have some things that they need that can't get out to get them. Uh, but also we're here just to remind each other that we're all in this together, a message of love um, to encourage each other and remind us uh, that we are still contending for the same faith. Um, so I feel like this verse is incredibly appropriate. I hope you see just how optimistic this verse, this book is from a guy who is in quarantine, who is in prison in this season. And so I'd encourage, I'd love to hear your verses, um, what, what the Lord is speaking to you. And Donna Jean gave us verse 21. It says, for to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Donna, I want to remind us that someday we will all see Jesus face to face. Um, what a good reminder that what we're doing here, sometimes I hope you have those moments where you just pinch yourself and be reminded that, hey, this is real. Um, Christ, the, the Son of God, is, is at the right hand of the Father and His presence through the Holy Spirit is with us and nearer now than when we first believe. And one day we're going to see uh, the living God face to face. And so, um, thank you, Donna. That's a great word for us to remind us of just how real this is. Um, I'm going back to Pam's. Pam gave us verse three. It says, I thank God every time I remember you. She says, I miss all of you, my church family, and you are always in my heart and prayers. Leanne Stiver gave us verse one seven. It is right for me to feel this way about all of you since I have you in my heart. And whether I am in chains or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. 
Third word, it's so similar to the challenge in today's world. Remembering the bigger picture. Absolutely. Great word, Leanne. Um, there's, there's a lot more going on just than what we see. And remember, ultimately, what we are here on this earth to do. Diane gave us Philippians. Diane Riley gave us Philippians 1 verse 2, which says, Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. She needs that every day and every hour. She needs to receive a grace and peace from the living God. Amen. I think we all need to receive that as well, Diane. Thank you. Thank you for that word. Um, I just got one from Mom. Verse 18 says, and that's Leela Reich, by the way, but what does it matter? The important thing is that in every way, whether from false motives or true, Christ is preached. preached. And because of this, I rejoiced. Christ is preached, and therefore I rejoice. Um, we, have, we have got a golden opportunity where uh, we can continue to encourage, we can continue to share the gospel through even all of the social media venues we've been given, or even if it's just picking up an, a phone and encouraging someone with the word of God, we'd encourage you um, to do that as well. And again, if you, um, if, if, if you need something or don't have contacts and, and there's someone that you'd like to connect with, we hope you could contact your flock leader or, of course, feel free to connect with me and I'll get you the information you would need um, if there's someone in our congregation that you would want to connect with and encourage. Any other verses coming in this morning? I think verse 12, Philippians 1.12 is unique and it says, Now I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that is what, what has happened to me has actually served to advance the gospel. That Paul's quarantine, Paul's testimony, that even in the midst of his time in prison, where others would have thought maybe his ministry would be over, um, people are getting word that Paul is still writing. Paul is still encouraging all of us. Paul is still on fire. And all the other Gentiles, all the other Romans noticed this as well. And the gospel continued to spread even while this man was in quarantine. Well, I got quite a few more coming in now. Um, Sarah Lindsay said, verse 125, convinced of this, I know that I will remain and I will continue with all of you for your progress and joy in the faith. Jesus will always be with us in our journey of faith through ups and downs of life. The Lord is present. Good word, Sarah. Thank you. Tracy had commented on verse 14 um, that, and because of my chains, most of the brothers and sisters have become confident in the Lord and dare all the more to proclaim the gospel without fear. And she says, I think that it's worth thinking about that, that, I, that he is in prison, but more people are talking about God. Absolutely. Um, even in a, in a moment like this, uh, more people are sharing uh, the word of God. Great word. Thank you, Tracy. Um, scrolling down here, we got quite a few coming in now. Thank you, everyone, for, for giving your verses. Um, Darla said that Leela stole hers, which was verse 18. Um, and she says that uh, I see more people praying openly on social media, spreading the word of Christ. And that makes me happy. Good word of encouragement, Darla. Thank you. Uh, thank you for sharing that. Um, you know, you know, every time there's, 
Yeah, there's 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 a lot of different kinds of people out there, and I think most people generally do not like change. Um, I am one of the sick people that really love change. I like it when things change up a little bit. But nonetheless, this is an opportunity. Whenever there is some kind of turmoil, whenever there is some kind of change, um, often the church continues to grow. And uh, that's what you're seeing. Uh, I think I believe that's what you're seeing take place as people take a, a few steps back. Um, Bruce had shared verse 18, um, but what does it matter? The important thing is that in every way, whether from false motives or true, Christ is preached. And because of this, I rejoice. Amen. Good word. Um, it says, whether God's word is preached with false or true motives, God will make good from it. Praise God. Good word, Bruce. Um, and I've noticed in Dean's comment there, or anything, the other person in need, a lot of people are watching who aren't members of the, the congregation. And that's great to uh, that's great for some of you that have came in. So even in an opportunity like this, we're able to reach people that we normally don't see on Sunday morning. Um, so thank you very much. Uh, thanks for sharing that, Dean, as well. And for, for everyone else that's been sending in your replies. Um, so now, um, I just want to uh, just one last chance since we're not together. Um, the... Uh, Molly, Molly Ben just said amen to the church, having a chance to grow right now. Good things do happen in bad situations. Amen. That's good. And I keep forgetting that that's you, Nick, and I keep calling you Molly. But thanks, Nick and Molly, uh, for that response as well. Um, if there's, again, so we are obviously not at church today, mainly because of the 10-person um, the limit request and uh, that at this time it does not make sense uh, to be in cooperation um, in, in the many that we do have possibly in vulnerable situations. Um, if it, that's why we are not uh, congregating this morning. Um, if that would be lifted, then we will have a discussion about, you know, whether it is wise for us to, to rejoin for uh, church services as we are being stewards of, uh, of what we have been given and um, cooperating um, with what has taken place in, in, our, in our government. Um, and so we, we uh, expect that... Uh, Possibly it's a good chance we'll be doing this again next Sunday. Um, and and I do plan to do this Wednesday night, uh, so you can consider your invitation for 6.30 Wednesday night. Uh, we will be on Facebook Live and we'll be doing a study of Philippians chapter 2. Uh, I may get a little bit more specific in that text as well. Um, so again, any questions or any anything else that you want to come in with as we're getting ready to close uh, our time together this morning. And remind you, I put uh, three different worship videos on there if you haven't had a chance to look at that are posted to our site. I did a contemporary one, a traditional one, and then one that's kind of a bridge between both. Um, if you want to just take a, a time to open up those YouTube videos and worship God um, as your home this morning. So I don't see any more questions coming in. Uh, so I'm going to close with a word of prayer. And um, oh, someone had just asked a question about the Bible study tomorrow. Um, I did talk to Danielle yesterday. She will be in touch with all of you. She was considering that she may try something like this as well, uh, may try a Facebook Live Bible study, um, but she will be in touch with all of you uh, that are part of that. And hopefully if, if she does that, obviously it'll be online. Um, I mean, it'll be on Facebook Live so others can join. I don't know if we'll do that this week, but it definitely might be something we may do um, in the future, okay? 
yes, and Nick says he likes that we can do this on Wednesdays. So um, I will be back here Wednesday evening, 6.30 p.m. All right. If there's nothing else, we're going to close with a word of prayer. Well, Lord, thank you so much uh, for this unique opportunity that we have to be together today. And Lord, all across our, our, our church, there's been an encouraging word that even in moments like this, the gospel still goes forth. And I pray that as Paul was invigorated in his time of quarantine and his time of prison, um, this is not a prison situation for us at all, but it is a time of uncertainty, a time um, where we are, we are stuck in one place and, and oftentimes longing to get out. I pray that we would allow the work that you want to do in our life to take place. We would allow your spirit to transform us. We would allow your word to speak to us. And Lord, we would respond as you are calling us to respond in such a time as this. So Lord, we love you. May as we be in one spirit as we draw nearer to you. May the testimony of our life be that we are falling more in love with our Savior each and every day. God, to you be the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I, before I close, I just got one. Our physical address for future services. Um, we are at 22 East Oak Street in uh, West Alexandria, Ohio. So 22 um, East Oak Street um, in West Alexandria, Ohio. So if you want to join us in the future, as soon as we know uh, when the future may be. So again, I'm seeing all these amens coming in. Um, if you have some suggestions for the next time we try this next Sunday, um, I would certainly be open to those. Um, if you like this format and like that we can interact over the Word of God, um, it may, rather than me just being a talking head, we'll, we'll see how that works in, in the future. So open your suggestions. And, and um, guys, we'll see you Wednesday night, 6.30. Um, you know how to get a hold of me through email. Most of you got my cell number. You got your deacon chairs. Please, if you need anything at all, in this season, let us know. God bless you. Have a wonderful week, and we will see you soon. Season, let us know. God bless you. Have a wonderful week, and we will see you soon.